0: is good. No voices. No voices. It's coming. A, you you N, it. American Underground Network.
1: Uh. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their lives, Pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, close their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible. So the human God, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who Is the bigger liar, the public or the Godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square, or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point, that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome.
2: It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Farrell. In Portland, Oregon, Jim Comet Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart.
1: Hey,
3: thanks everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we did a rain check last week uh, for our guest tonight, Mark Aronson, uh, because Steve's wife, Darlene, had uh, a, a go to the hospital for an emergency. Uh, she's she's under, under stable care right now. She's back home and our, our prayers are answered. So uh, Steve and Darlene, uh, they're okay, uh, but we could not do the show last week because, uh, because Steve could not make it. But uh, Mark, our guest again tonight, uh, you know, there are certain times in our life of activism when Certain tools and th- certain people come together organically, naturally, and ideally. A vision is seen, people step forward, roll up their sleeves, and they do simple, direct, powerful, empowering things. Mark Aronson and his Wake the Hell Up Wixsite.com website, it's on our newsletter. Simple idea, download the brochure. There's certain information that, that we need to get into the hands of everyday people. Uh, not just people we agree uh, and, and, and talk to, but people we you know, are total strangers. And, and, and the assembly of this information and the clarity and the simplicity of the presentation uh, can be very powerful to wake people up. We all on this call who volunteered many years ago to help Aaron Russo's America, Freedom to Fascism DVD and the documentary uh, we were part of that story. We we did wake so many people up, thousands, millions of people, I think, were woken up uh, because of that documentary. Uh, the time right now is of critical importance because our, our society, our world, spiritually, materially, economically, uh, there's a tipping point. Things are changing. And we have to do certain simple things to get the word out, to wake people up so that we can communitize In a decentralized fashion, uh, the the propagation and the spreading of truth and and bringing communities at the local level to empower them to get together to share that truth and and spread that in a decentralized fashion. Mark Aronson, our special guest tonight, thank you for being patient last week and thank you for coming on our show tonight. I really appreciate it.
4: Sure, my pleasure, really, and I want to... uh... I feel very humble being here and very happy to be here.
3: Um, and we've got a common connection because you uh, have a connection with G. Edward Griffin and many of us yeah. like across the board were awakened, awakened by his book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, about the truth right. of our monetary system, the Federal Reserve. So uh, you have a common connection personally with Ed. Why don't you just go into a little bit of that, how you made that connection with Ed? And now and a
4: very interest Behind you, sure, sure, be happy to. And what, what a connection it was! I, I, and you guys know him. You know he is just an amazing man with, with a huge heart who loves humanity and sacrificed so much to do what he does. And I think he works. First, he works twenty four seven on what he's doing. Um, I uh, well, it goes back to 2012. I was, uh, a friend of mine approached me, needed some help with marketing. I'm a marketing consultant by trade. And he had a product he wanted me to help him with. It's called Folium PX. It happens to be a product, it's a natural product that what it does, and everybody needs to know this, is what it does is it actually flushes heavy metals and radiation out of the body. And, uh, and I did find out recently from him that, that this product was actually developed in, uh, uh, in the former Soviet state of Georgia after Chernobyl. And uh, he is from there. He has a very heavy accent. But um, my uh, friend, um, uh, when he asked for help, and I went to his website, and I took a look at his advisory board, and sure enough, I saw the name G. Edward Griffin. And so when we were talking I said, uh, how well do you know him? Uh, and I, and, uh, and he told me and I asked him, Well, um you have an understanding of what he does, not just the health side of it, but also the issues with uh, uh politics and, and the economy and he said, Yeah, he does. Okay, so he so my friend uh, told me that uh, which I didn't know was that he was very aware of the New World Order agenda and um I asked him, Do you think I could meet Ed Griffin? I'd really like to meet him. There's some things I'd like to discuss with him. I've been very interested in trying to find a way to um, use my knowledge in marketing and my networking skills. I'm the former chairman of the board of the local chamber of commerce. It's a very large chamber, and I I really go to a lot of events, networking type events. And I really felt uh, from from the time uh, Barack Obama. Took over the presidency. From that point on, I really felt that uh, we could we could use that to our advantage in waking up a certain group of people, and that uh, group of people that that audience were small business owners. So I asked my friend if we could meet with, with Ed, and I said, "Did you arrange it?" And we went and met with him, and we went to a, um, a a coffee bean and sat down, and Ed and I talked for about three hours, and. It was invigorating. And I told him I had an idea. I said, I have gone to a couple of uh, large mixers. There's a, there's a group that's nationwide. It's called Network After Work. And I went to a couple of meetings here in L.A. where they had three or 400 people. And I put together a pitch and decided to see what can what I do with small business people and waking them up. And I found in, in one evening in Very we had wake up 6 to 12 people. And what I mean by wake up, I could get them interested enough to watch these videos. So I would get their uh, contact information or email address and their business card and so forth and and get them to watch a video to learn what's going on. And so I sat down with Ed to talk to him about this concept what I was thinking about and said, well, what if I created a blog about this and, and I really tried to inform other people like me to go out and do what I'm doing. If you can actually go to events like this in droves all around the country and, and wake people up. And, and he loved the idea and said, Mark, you have to do it. And I said, well, I, you know, I've got my business around this and that. I said, Mark, you really have to do it. So I put together the blog and started this, this adventure. And um, and uh, you can take a look at it. It's still up there. It's, it's on WordPress. It's wake wakethepeople.wordpress.com, and I had a presentation up there and everything that people need to do to present this to people and so on, and it was a really hard sell to people who are awake to do this, and the issue being not very many people want to go out there and try to wake people up and do this. It's, it's, it's facing up to doing it. It takes some kind of personality to do it. I tried it for a few years, really, and I kept going to events, uh, but it wasn't working. I set up a group in my hometown, and uh, here in my hometown, what I did was I got got to about 25, 30 people coming to a meeting and, um, and waking people up, but it wasn't really my idea to start a group and stick with it. I wanted to learn how to do a group so I could help others set up groups in other communities. So that's how I met him and since then we've had several meetings together and over the last couple of years I've had three, four meetings with him and most recently in June where I came up with another idea because that wasn't working and from my marketing skills I knew that you could take a, an average salesperson and give them great messaging about your product or service and that person can do really well. So I figured, what if I put together a brochure and the brochure did the work to wake people up, uh, rather than people having to go and talk about it and learn a presentation and not know how to handle objections and all kinds of things. That's what I did. And so I approached Ed with that idea. And you may know that Ed put together a few brochures. Do you know that? Anybody know that? He put together three or four brochures like pent with eight and a half by 11 with one fold on different subjects um, and they're, they're, they're written fantastically. But he said he never had a chance to implement it or do anything with it. He was so busy with so many other things. So he liked my idea, um, I put it together, put together this this, this, this website to start things out and um, worked on several varieties of brochure and several versions. And, and came to him with a brochure that I felt was pretty well ready to go. Sat down with him, and we spent an afternoon together um, as a retreat in um, Central California. And we sat there and, and talked about it. And he just gave me all kinds of advice on what to do concerning it. He doesn't feel it, that he was very much helping. You know, he's such a humble man. He gave me tremendous advice. And really helped really iron out some of the things I needed to say and the approach I needed to take and get it down. And uh, here I am today. So I thank him immensely for his help and support.
3: And uh,
4: he's a great man. Yeah, he's the, the
3: father. He's the father of so many awakened woke people out there for the for the truth. And uh, oh my God.
2: How old is how
3: old is that? Uh, would you say at least ninety?
4: He's getting up there. Well, no, he's, he's not that. He's not that old, but I'm not going to tell you his real age. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's but he's not. He's not that old now. He's, he's in his eighties. But uh, okay, so let me he, try really to. something. Okay, go ahead. Yep. I'm a lot younger than him, and uh, and I I went to visit him the last time with this friend of mine, same one that that has yep. his product, and uh, and his product, is, 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 I'm sorry, his, his uh, property is beautiful. It's uh, yeah. overlooks the ocean. It's about five miles inland. He's got. He, Unbelievable, unbelievably beautiful retreat, and um, uh, his his property is very hilly. It's in the mountains, and he said, "Guys, I want to show you this ocean view." So he takes us. We had to walk down down and down this hill where we could see the ocean, and it was just gorgeous. Then, in walking back, it was uphill. We couldn't keep up (laughs) with him. I mean, we did not keep up with him. And I'm, I'm, uh, you know, 20 years younger than him, and I barely could keep up with him. And this friend of mine who's about my age also was huffing and puffing by the time we got to the top of the hill. So that's that's Mr. Griffin. He really takes care of himself. The other thing he wanted to show me there was amazing. He has a library upstairs at the retreat. And it looks like, you know, one of the old school libraries with rows of books and so forth. There, There had to be, oh, my God hundreds if not, not a thousand or a couple thousand books and on amazing subjects. And a lot of them dealt with politics and economics and health. Many of them were old books, 30, 40 years old. And I asked him, I said, Ed, Ed how many of these have you read? And almost all of them. Wow. That's the man we're dealing with. Just, his mind is amazing and and I pray he's around for a lot more years because he is so valuable to what we're doing.
3: Well, Mark, uh, we were, I, I personally, and, and some of the people on this call were part of that initiative called Freedom Force International that Ed founded,
1: yes.
2: and right. it
3: sounds a lot in, in the same vein. Uh, Ed, Ed visualized this local, empowering, communitized version of, 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 of infiltrating the matrix, so to speak, you know, where people, truth warriors armed with this information, like the stuff you're, you have in your brochure, would uh, embed themselves in local communities, uh, in, in, in meeting halls, and and, uh, and the like. Uh, how do you envision the information getting out in the most efficient way with your brochure? Well, the
4: most efficient way is to get everybody who's awake handing them out. And yep. you see, here's, the situation is, and you know what the situation is, everybody is going to be bumped off of YouTube. Every, every Liberty, Liberty um, yep. Show host or whatever is going to be bumped over YouTube. And uh, uh, most recently, um, uh, about, uh, about a month ago, Josh Singerson at uh, um, World Alternative Media said that, you know, he's going to get off of YouTube himself pretty soon. But he said he was informed by somebody somebody gave them information that uh, everybody was gonna get kicked off in 90 days. So uh, that's 60 days away. So the question is, how are we gonna get the word out? We know that they want, Bill Gates, I just saw him on, on one video I watched just today and saying how important it is to get rid of uh, 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 you know, you know, people like us and how we he, he had to get rid of all of us. And that's their intent. Is for there going to be one narrative, one narrative only, and that's the official narrative, and not anything challenging it at all in any field, whether it be health, whether it be the environment, whether it the economics or whatever. That's what they want, and that's that's what they're moving towards and moving towards it very rapidly now. So I saw it as the really the only way we're going to combat this and win all, the war with these people is to get is to get everybody activated. And my goal, my dream is that I'd like to get 100,000 people or more activated doing this. And they said, well, that's pretty tall order, you told me. And, and, uh, and my, my friend who was there said, Mark, you really need a million. Uh, but uh, yeah. so my idea is to get on top shows and do whatever I can to activate people. It's so easy to distribute them. You don't have to say anything to anybody. Just get them out there and, uh, and, and form groups in your communities. And, of course, this is Ed's, one of Ed's uh, 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 ideas that to him, it's so important to see groups start everywhere so that we can, on a local level, we can do something. Well, uh, this is possible. Uh, you may know, uh, Derek Broz also recently started a, uh, a, a, uh, a way to form local groups as well. So whether it's uh, Freedom Force or Red Tail Expo or, or, or what Derek is doing, um, there are the opportunities to set up cells within communities and have them grow and have an input on local politicians and business leaders and so forth to do things like like stopping Agenda 21 or whatever else. So this is what I think Ed envisions, and it's something I envision too. We need to just wake up everybody. We need to get get these brochures out to everybody, and not just in this country. And uh, my brochure is being circulated now in about 25 countries already. So um, uh, I want them all over the place. It's it's happening. Um, They're only in English. I don't have any translated. I do have somebody who's uh, uh, working on a German translation. Um, The the, the problem with doing these translations is this is a moving target. As um, issues change in current events and so forth, this brochure changes. It's already gone through several revisions. And I'm constantly revising it to try to keep it up to date, make sure it's the right emotional hot buttons and pushing and I'm talking with the right information and so forth so um, but somehow we need to accomplish that to just have to have it all over that's my goal guys get everybody doing it it's if, if unless you're doing something else to free mankind then this is I think the thing to do and I don't want to be the only one doing it this needs to be decentralized I want to see other people pick this up they can take my material they can Plays drives at all they want. There's no copyright on anything. If they have a better idea, go for it. We need to be decentralized. We need to have a lot of people doing it so they can't attack us. Because they, they can shut me down pretty good. And I'm getting off of Wix. That was just temporary because they can shut that down pretty easily. I want to get off of that. And I am. I'm working on, uh, on, on a new version of the website. So that should be done in a couple of weeks. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. This is. Such a critical time, and, and Mark, uh, you just started this recent. I mean, this is just two or three months old. And uh, oh, by the that way, shout out, our, shout out to Art, shout out to Art Pollock, uh, a, a dear long-term friend and 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 supporter of this this show, uh, who goes way back to We the People for recommending you to come on our show. Art, thank you so much, Art Pollock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, every, everyone who's listening, uh, this is the kind of thing where you can roll up your sleeves, look at the information, look at the brochure, and just duplicate, replicate this concept. Because uh, in this brochure. Yeah, it's not just the brochure. But go ahead. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's not just the brochure, it's, it's much more than that. It, and, 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 and go back, let's go back to clarify that because you're envisioning this totally decentralized empowered intelligent network that's got to be started at yeah. the ground up in local communities yeah.
4: it's not something we can wait on that's, that's what I'm looking at now I, I thought we were headed this year I thought it was going to be three years from now maybe a lot of us thought that I don't know but I didn't think it was going to happen this fast but uh, I am really concerned about this phase two that they're talking about and very concerned that uh, they've now got uh, probably 5G ready to go, and uh, the second phase can very easily utilize 5G to make a lot of people sick. So this this next um, wave would be really that's going to be the icing on the cake for them. We got to really move fast.
3: That's my opinion. So. The, they're going for the kill. In other words, they're, 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 they want to yeah. shut every. They want to shut all of us down. I mean, I, I, I know I used to watch these YouTube channels, and I can't find them anymore. I have to go hunting, searching, pecking, and, and, and copy pasting them to find them. And these are big, big channels with seven hundred and fifty thousand, a million users, and, and they don't show up in my feed yeah. anymore. And, and I'm they, subscribed.
4: Same thing with Google. <laughs> yeah, same thing on a Google search. Trying to find the information now is getting really difficult. But that's just part of it. So what I see, and I could be wrong. I I just might as well tell you what I see happening. I may be wrong. I mean, you know, I I just listen to everybody else. I don't do the research myself. I listen to all the research. But uh, what I see they could be doing is bringing the second wave in they apparently, from my understanding, have been installing 5G in the schools, churches, a lot of public buildings. Um, we think right now the kids don't get this, this whatever it is, this COVID-19 thing, whatever it is, whether it's, a, whether it's a virus or something else. Well, the thing is, is with 5G activated, this could make kids sick, make anybody sick. Our bodies aren't ready for milloways. We've never, never faced this before. And um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the work of uh, Lena Pooh and her research into uh, electromagnetic radiation. Um, this is this is really going to be dangerous. So I see that right now we're talking about how 5G, or not 5G, how COVID-19 is not uh, uh, very serious. It's killing less than one percent of the population. Most people immune to it. Not. The numbers are way inflated, it's ridiculous and all of this. My thought is is that they may have done this very much on purpose, with the idea of it not being really dangerous, but promoting that it's really dangerous. We get people like us speaking out about the dangers and then when they came in with a second wave that is really dangerous. So and then blaming it on us, the fact that we're not ready for it. And, yeah, we said, oh, everybody should go back to work. Nobody should wear masks. Nobody, you know, we, nobody should do uh, social distancing. And now, if you come in and blame it on us, people are really getting sick, a lot of people dying. And, and through the news media, they, they create a lynch mob coming after people like us, turning it right around saying, we're the murderers, and they're the good guys. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but I think we need to be prepared for that possibility. And I think that the talk show host should be talking about the potential for a wave of whatever to come in that could be dangerous. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Do I have any ideas about that? Or am I just way off date?
3: Well, I think all of us kind of feel that something there's, there's going to be another shoe that's going to drop the closer we get to this election. They want to blow the whole thing the smithereens in some way shape or form yeah. either turn the narrative inside out upside down create confusion look at the whole post office hoax that's going on i mean it's it's they're they're just really tightening the screws here and uh they really are so, so anything I'm, is up for grabs you're right
5: i have a well, thought Go ahead. Yeah. Hi there. My name is Anna. Um, I, I missed Anna. the first part of the show. I'm so sorry. So I hope you haven't gone over this, but I've been saying for months as well that it's it's five G. Obviously it's not COVID. You know, but it's it's it, but it's the five G. And I guess it's been a week or two now. Has anybody else heard um about acute flaccid mellitus? And it's also called AFM. And a couple of weeks ago, um, I saw a headline, I read about it, and then I looked up the condition, but it says, CDC expects 2020 outbreak of life-threatening acute flaccid mellitus. And apparently what it is, it's, it's something that strikes young children like five, you know, as young as five and up. They said it usually strikes around August and September, late August and September, So that would put it in, you know, during the school year, the beginning of the school year. But since COVID was not effective on the children and they didn't, you know, obviously generate totally the fear that they were looking for, I'm afraid that uh, this this acute flaccid mellitus or AFM is what they're targeting um, with the young ones. Um, It's actually polio, um, like a polio-type condition ultimately. But when I researched it briefly, apparently it is an, like an upper respiratory uh, ailment with a uh, high fever. So I think that that's where we have a little bit of a, of a, of a, you know, a threat maybe with the children. What do you guys think about that? How do
3: you spell
5: myelitis? My M Y. M-Y-E-L-I-T-I-F, acute flaccid, flaccid mellitus. Okay. Okay. Because
3: wow.
2: I'm
5: with
3: Somebody else I'm want to chime in there? Okay. Yeah, I do. Go
2: ahead. There's a guy named Joe Riano. We've been uh, the 410 yeah. Informer. former. He has proven. That this 5G is going to cause these symptoms. There's two schools down in Texas that they put the 5G in. The kids were getting sick. The teachers were getting sick. They tested the water. They tested the air. They just tested for mold. They tested everything. They could not figure out what was going on. But the one thing they didn't check was the 5G effects on the kids. And they still, to this day, they've still not figured out what's going on down there.
3: What what city in Texas are?
2: I'll have to dig that video up and send send it to you because I don't remember the two. But you, I googled it right after we watched that video. I googled it, and you can find it on the internet. You know, you can find the news reports of it.
5: Wow. I remember hearing about that on the news. It was a mystery illness type thing that had hit the schools. I remember hearing it on like Fox News. Uh, Fred, thing i like to, to Everybody, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh I was just
0: I want to see. This is Dee I wanted to make a comment about the 5G. Um, yeah, go ahead. I read some. I read something recently about um, Elon Musk and Trump working together. The reason he keeps promoting 5G is to keep the subject, you know, the beasties off of him. However, I know that he they developed a Tesla device that switches the frequency of the 5G into a lower, into a more melodic frequency. And, and and sorry, I can't remember the exact numbers, something like 438 or um, 424, something, maybe 448. It's a frequency that um, kind of knocks out the, uh, the damaging part of 5G. And that's the only way that Trump wants to have it put into play is with that, that changed. And that was his whole objection to it. But for optics, he was acting as if, you know, 5G's great, let's go, you know. Um, I think that was because I, I feel oh, like they already had the on 432 that.
3: 432 megahertz, DD, Tesla oh, healing. Oh, it's 4. 5G it towers four, have been converted. 432. Oh, okay.
0: 432. Okay, that's it. I knew it was somewhere. <laughs> I, wrote that, yeah. I wrote it down wrong. So, yeah, and, and then I, I just want... To put the focus on that, just, you know, for a temporary statement, because I think it's significant, at least in the land of the frequencies where we all dwell, and that's why it's so difficult to live here right now, because they're being usurped. Yeah. A um, couple
4: things I, I want to mention. Um, first of all, I, I would really look up if you, you know who, any of you know, Wina Pooh. I you mentioned
3: that, that name, How do you spell it, How do you spell it Mark?
4: Uh, first name L-E-N-U, N is a neighbor, L E N U. Pooh. P is in Paul. U. Oh wow. And uh, she lives up around the Sacramento area. She does a lot of work for the Empower movement. She's the one that uh, she put together a, uh, a notice of liability so that uh you fill this thing out and I I don't want to get into it, but basically that will enable you to get towers removed um, and uh, anything any devices in the home uh, removed whether it's uh, uh, you know anything that's running on uh, electromagnetic frequencies um, but done a tremendous amount of research into 5g and uh, knows a tremendous amount about it there uh, there's a number of videos on, on uh, this shoot and uh, uh, and it's still on YouTube that you take a look. It's, it's worth looking at some of the recent videos and interviews. And she might be a good one to have on your program, too. Um, Great. The other thing I, I did want to mention, to everybody had mentioned this product that, uh, the, the way I met Ed and this product called Folium PX, S-O-L, that's F as in Frank, O-L-I-U-M-M is in Mary, P-X, P as in Paul, X.com. And this product does, it's remarkable, and Ed Griffin is on, on the advisory board, and it, it does remove heavy metals and radiation from the body. So it's one way that we, if, if uh, we're getting sick or whatever, when 5G is up and running, start taking this stuff, It should really
3: help. Folium dot com. Yes. Well, does it, does, it impact, does it impact this kind of radiation or are you talking uh, nuclear radiation?
4: Uh, according to him, he, uh, uh, I asked him about that and he contacted his sources that developed this product back in uh, Georgia, in the former Soviet state of Georgia, and he was told, yes, it will work on electromagnetic radiation as well. Ah, oh, interesting. Okay, so he's telling me the truth and I, I see no reason why he would, wouldn't he? Um, I tell can, you you tell what, us can you tell us anything about uh, the nature of how it works or what it is? Yeah, there's, there's some, some on the website. Uh, if you guys, uh, if you get a chance and you want to talk to Ed Griffin about it, I know he'd be happy to talk to you about it, I'm sure, as he's had some positive experiences with it. So.
0: Do you know if it's minerals or amino acids or what? It, what the makeup of the formula is? Why?
4: Herbal powder. Oh, absolutely. So I don't have any, remember the ingredients exactly, but uh, it uh, you do the trick. So if it comes to this, then it's a good idea to, to probably get some give it a try and see if it, uh, it alleviates any problems from radiation. So anyway, we, we are going to be faced with that. This is, this is getting back to why I brought it up. This is um, I don't know how much time we have until they're going to force vaccines on us and 5G on us, and um, so we've really, we really got to move it. I don't know how long we're going to have um, our Constitution. I don't know how long we're going to have uh, our Bill of Rights and, and uh, certainly the First Amendment Freedom of Speech where we're going to even hand these things out. So uh, this is not something we can wait on. I'd really like somehow to get this off the ground and be on whatever other talk shows I need to be on to get people really doing this in thrones. Right now, I would say we've had about um, um, 5,000 visitors to the website. There's we've had it. about 4 to 500 downloads of the brochure. And my guess is it's somewhere somewhere 100 to 200, are really actively doing it. We're getting up to um, 100, I call them newbies, um, on the website um, uh, every day. That is, um, uh, well, not every day. That's those are our best days. Um, so these are people that are receiving the brochure and going to the website. And um, I have some analytics right now. given the free website I've got. I don't have great analytics on it, but I do know that um, uh, about 56% of the people going to the website who are new are uh, from the United States. The other is 44% are from other countries. About 80 to 85% are English-speaking countries. Obviously, the brochure right now is only, only in English. And uh, uh, in the in, uh, U.K., it's about 11%. About 11% also for Canada. Um, and then it shops up to about 6% for Australia, and Australia's been picking up a lot lately. Probably because of these crazy lockdowns, and New Zealand's been picking up, too. Probably because of the crazy lockdowns. Somehow people are, uh, uh, maybe when they're being handed the brochures, they're, uh, they're just more interested in finding out what's going on because all the craziness is going on in those countries right now. So, but we have people handing it out in countries that are where English is a second language, like, like Belgium and Netherlands and Sweden and Denmark and Norway and Croatia, a little bit in Germany, uh, Spain. So, it's, it's really interesting to see this. I don't know where these people are, who they're handing it out to or whatever, They're obviously finding some English-speaking people. So, some countries like Belgium, I think the majority of the population probably speaks English. But... Uh, so, it, it, it's getting spread all over the place, but just, i got to find a way to get the numbers way up pretty quick, and, and to be able to manage this thing is the, the other thing, being able to manage uh, a lot of new members and keeping them motivated and so on, and uh, to keep going out and handing them out. Um, so, there, there are issues I've got to resolve, and uh, it's growing, um, so, so I, I, I do need help, and, uh, in, in people doing helping you with some of the work, if possible, um, uh, donations are even helpful too. But um, the, uh, the thing I want to press upon people, I, I could talk for a few minutes if we can, about how this whole process works. Sure, go ahead, guys okay. So basically, okay. So the brochure I put together pretty carefully, and I wanted a brochure that could work on conservatives and even potentially work on what I would I guess you could call uh, um, uh, progressives that are on the um, not very really progressive side um, the people that might listen to an Abby martin might listen to they might listen people like that who are progressives but you know, that can be welcome up. So this, this first year even addresses a little bit on the problems of pollution. I don't talk about global warming. I don't talk about politics in here. Um, it, it's really about targeting one group, and that's uh, in here I call them what they uh, call themselves the super elites. I actually had something calling it something pretty, pretty uh, a lot more descriptive and a lot more negative, and Ed Griffin said, don't do that. So he gave me a lot of good advice. I said, well, let's just go with what they call themselves the super elite. And um, so this really uh, – I've got, I've got four brochures I did. I did two in black and white and two in color. Uh, and the are 8.5 by 14 or 8.5 by 11. The one that's 8.5 four, eight by 14 has larger print. It's really what I recommend. Uh, it depends on what people want to do depending on their budget. You can have them offset printed, you can run them off a laser printer, you can run them off a an inkjet printer. Whatever you do, just get them out. That's basically what I tell people. If you need to do it cheaply, do it cheaply. Um, I've been doing it rather cheaply myself to see how well it works that way. And I was going door to door and, uh, and putting it on the doorstep, right by the front door, of people's homes. And um, when people, people see me coming, walk away and a minute later they'd open up the door and I'd turn around and invariably they're reading the brochure so they are people are looking at it and um, and occasionally I'd run into a person who'd call me back and say hey welcome here for a minute thanks for doing this I know all about this so I got uh, I would get that occasionally from somebody it's kind of nice to hear and of course first thing I'd say is, that's great why don't you go through the website Test on the back of the brochure, and download the brochures and hand them out. So, um, But uh, it, 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 it is worth People are going to the website from it. So the idea is the brochure, the cover of the brochure, hits people with emotional hot buttons, which is what I know from marketing is what works best, especially if you want to build a case for what you're talking about. And so the heading reads right now, it reads, what's next after COVID and riots. Question mark, financial collapse, and about freedom, food uh, shortages, dangerous vaccines. It's time to stop sleepwalking and wake the hell up before it's too late. So I'm um, kind of hitting him between the teeth, a little bit of anger. And you go to the inside panel, and it's a picture of our friend Ron Emanuel, and the guys in Chicago know him pretty well, huh? Um, and this famous quote that he probably kicks himself on: "Never let a serious crisis go to waste." What I mean by that is an opportunity to do things that. You think you could not do before, and then it says below well, that powerful people are using COVID-19 to ruin the economy and steal all your wealth. So it goes from there, and then, and then what I what I do is the Why do you keep watching and listening to mainstream media news reporters who only give a damn about their popularity in their bank account? Conceited, power-hungry politicians who couldn't care less about you. And wealthy bankers and, and obsessed corporate billionaires who just want to rob you of your wealth and keep everything for themselves. And then stop listening to them. And then it goes on and, and talks about who our real enemies are. And then goes into COVID-19 and, and, and the plans with it and, uh, and some other aspects of uh, things that they're doing. Uh, one part of the state, the super elites are working towards increasing infertility and shortening our lives. Expect us to achieve this through, I'm sorry, they expect to achieve this through pandemics, electromagnetic radiation, especially 5G, GMO foods, toxins in our water supply, strangled the skies with dangerous chemicals, and black electors forcing us to receive vaccines that will slowly kill us. So it's a pretty powerful message and, and it ends with a positive note. On the last panel, it said millions of people already awake. Will you join us? And I want to put that out there, that this isn't a small number of people. There are a lot of people. You can join our herd. Turn off your TV and social media and help provide the last effort needed to blow the super loose agenda apart so we can create a new Renaissance that flourishes in freedom, peace, prosperity, and unprecedented scientific achievement for the good of everyone. All we need to do is learn the actual truth, work together, and peacefully demand our freedom back. So, I didn't want to paint all negative. I to say, hey, we can stop these people. And I say in the brochure, there's about 10,000 of us to every one of them. So the idea is from there to have them go visit the website and the page of the website, which is not where I, I take people to that are already awake, it's, it's for newbies. And there you find um, listed you know, several videos, and the first thing I believe everyone needs to do, and in my experience in waking people up, the first thing you've got to do is wake them up to the banking system. They need to know off the bat how corrupt the banking system is and how a small number of people could gain this much power. Otherwise, when they go into other things, other issues, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's lot harder for people to believe. So I have three different videos they can watch. Pick one, and uh, learn the truth behind
1: money creation,
4: debt-based banking, fractional reserve banking, um, government borrowing, and uh, federal reserve and central banking. Learn that, then, once you've watched one of those, go to something below that sounds interesting to you, including several videos, some great videos I have on COVID-19. I've got a section on technology and brainwashing. I've got a, a section on there on the Super League's Nasty Agenda, a section on 9-11. So I can learn a hell of a lot. And I've got uh, a great video that, that popped up recently on, on BitChute from a uh, lady named Tammy uh, K. Harema clark who yeah, yeah. has been an OSHA instructor for 20 years. So you, you've, you've probably seen that then. And, yeah,
1: um, in black and white, and it just
4: really attacks the insanity of having to wear face masks. So uh, it, it's, it's a great video. She does a, does a great job, and the thing, and she explains why doctors don't know what they're talking about when it comes to uh, uh, to face masks. The ones who do know are the OSHA consultants. who deal with this all the time. She talks about you know, what she does in operating rooms. And how and and why doctors um, don't come away from operating rooms wearing a mask for five hours and feel sick because of the regulation of the atmosphere in operating rooms, including pumping in extra oxygen. But for everybody else in the hospitals wearing these, the nurses and doctors and and, and staff are having headaches. They're not feeling well. So it, it explains all that. So there's a lot of really good information on there. They're going to learn a lot. And then below that, I've got informative Internet programs. And what I've taken is, that it was really hard to narrow this down, and I tell them I tell them this, look, I can't narrow it down anymore. So there are hundreds of great programs out there. I narrowed it down to like 22 of them. And um, it's all the ones that that, that I think um, are really have their, their heads together for things to, uh, 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 to, to say that I, to Sarah Westall and a bunch of people that I think really have a good narrative and good guess in their programs. So, and then I also have financial experts on there where, where people that understand what's going on, I'm, 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 people like Gerald Celeste and Peter Schiff and uh, Michael Petco and uh, Lynette Zang, uh, Austin and so forth. that can give some really good information on what they should be doing with their money. So there's a lot for them to learn, and uh, if they spend time going from one place to another, they're they're going to to wake up. They're going to understand what's going on. They're going to they're going to know the whole story about what's, what's going on. So that's the plan. Um, that's the way I'm approaching it. It's not the only way to approach it. I do would like to see other people who maybe you know web design a brochure design, um, have a marketing background, get on there and create something better than me. And hey, if we can get 50 people doing better than what I'm doing, and I get thrown under the bus and perfectly happy with that. I, my ego on this, I'm just throwing it out the window. What I want to see happen is a great awakening and that we defeat these people. You know, I, like all of you, I'm sure you've got kids, maybe grandkids, and you, want, you don't want them to, to face what's coming down the line. We've got to change
0: things.
3: Okay. Any questions? Well, Mark, Mark, great, great presentation. You know, you are uh, an example of, of, of every single individual can make a difference, can make a powerful influence. And, uh, uh, man, you really put a nice, nice site together here. Uh, I've got a couple of questions that I don't want to ask you because they're more technical on the website, kind of related. And I can sure. call you later on that. But uh, sure, but, uh Yeah, yeah, but uh you know, it's just great, great, great stuff. Anybody out there a comment or question for Mark Aronson, our guest on this? Uh I know Rebecca was on the call earlier. Rebecca if you wanted to uh make make a comment or, or introduce yourself to Mark if you if you haven't already.
6: Not sure. If you're we might. I might have heard, or you know, we might have heard each other speaking before you started recording. I think Mark was in the room. Um, but anyway, Mark, uh, pleased to meet you. My name is Rebecca M. Campbell, and uh, I'm both, I've been both a guest and a participant in the, in the show up and on for the past, I think, eight years or nine years. I'm getting a little feedback uh,
4: here. Uh, I'll, 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 hopefully, I'll hear you well enough.
6: So,
0: can you hear me? Yeah, there's there's some kind of interference in the line, Rebecca. I'm not sure who, where it's coming from. Um, okay, I'm I'm generally under surveillance and harassment because I'm on my landline that
6: should not be having the feedback, but but somebody is providing it.
0: Okay, is there someone else that okay. it, someone else that needs to re- um, mute themselves? If they got on speakerphone, <laughs> mute yourself if you're listening.
6: Should I try it now?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's still
6: there. Okay, I I think it's, I think it, it, the the interference is being provided. Cause this happens a lot to me. I'm I'm almost certain to shut down at this point. So maybe maybe I should try calling in on my cell phone and just see if that works. But theoretically, the landline should be the least uh, having the interference. That's why I think it's being provided. So yeah, me, have you had I'm interference? Excited.
0: Have we had an interference today from another call on the same landline?
6: No, but it often, it often, um, it's not so much the p- private conversations. Although I, we, it's always, a, uh, it's always hard right. uh, conversations, particularly with me. But anyway, so no, not not at this level on my landline. So okay. I should just try calling back on my. Cell phone yeah, call back the-
0: in, and as soon as you're in, Rebecca, let us know you're there, okay?
6: I will, and I'm sorry this happens, but it happens. Oh,
0: that's
7: okay. okay. Uh, we'll give it another uh, shot. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go back. ahead. Thanks. I have a question. So go was ahead, Here, who, who is they that are after us? Who is the they? Who is the they that want to put 5G in? Who is the they oh. that, that is trying to reduce the population? Who are they? Who are they? Well, I, 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 I pretty well
4: answered that. Um, in the brochure, and um, it, it's politicians, it's the wealthy bankers, it's, it's uh, the big corporations, the people that run them. It's very, very wealthy um, people have an agenda who are working together, um, really to uh, really destroy humanity. And um, and the way I worded it is in the brochure. I said rather, our are, are real adversaries. Consists of filthy rich corrupt bankers, power crazed multinational corporate leaders, and federal and state governments, and in parentheses, they said most elected representatives and appointed officials, which is not all bad, and that they and control the mainstream media, including the most popular social media, and use it to spread their propaganda. Then I said they call themselves the super elite and sometimes refer to us as useless eaters. Because they think we are wasting away the Earth's resources, and their aim is to destroy you and your family. So
7: they, they destroy hundreds, hundreds of millions left. of people. They destroy hundreds of millions of people, of billions of people. Their marketplace to sell mm-hmm. their crap um, is doesn't exist anymore. They become poor themselves. What they start fighting amongst themselves over what's left over. I, I don't know if I really got your question. Okay. The question is: this. If they destroy a billion people on the planet, two billion people, five billion people, what's left for them? Their markets disappear. People no longer buy their stuff. No, no longer trade in their goods and services.
4: They know they don't mark, the market people. They don't, they don't, they don't, they right. don't care. And uh, and they want to run. They want to run this planet with AI. That's their intention. They don't care how many of us they wipe out. They'll be able to grow their food. They'll be able to. Uh, have their airplanes or whatever for travel. They'll be able to have their boats and whatever. Everything will run on AI. So exactly, um, that, that's their plan. They don't need us. They 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 think we're just wasting away the finest resources, and and they just assume get rid of almost all of it. Hey, Mark, can
2: I,
5: can I jump I in something? here
2: for a minute? Oops, go ahead. Sure. Is that uh, Ann?
5: Yeah. Sorry.
2: <laughs> we're go probably going to say the we're probably going to say the same thing because me and Ann have studied this to no end. These people are Satanists, pure and simple Satanists. And when they sacrifice people like they did on nine eleven, that's all sacrifices to their God. Now, it doesn't matter whether you believe in Satan or not. They do. This is where your adrenochrome industry has risen up. That's where a million-plus kids come up missing every year. Why? They're sold into sex slavery, and a lot of them are sacrificed, but that's where the adrenochrome is coming from. These people are Satanists. They have no conscience whatsoever. They could care less. If they kill a million people off, hey, that's a great day. It doesn't mean anything to them. They're psychotic they they see
4: things 180 degrees in, in, in reverse from the truth. They're, to them black is white uh, everything is the opposite of what it, what it really is and that's the way they, that's why they want to convince everybody that, that we're really the bad guys and they're the good guys they're, they're crazy they're absolutely insane so, um, and but many of them are brilliant. Many of them, as you guys all know, have graduated from the best universities in America. Many of them have gone to Harvard, gone to Yale. Yale, of course, we talk about Yale. Um, and uh, University of Chicago, George Washington University, we, we know that. And uh, Bill Clinton, of course, went, went there. Um, and uh, University of Chicago, we know who went there, right? Mr. Obama. Um, that's where they get their people. Um, one of the people uh, from what I've heard uh, Henry Kissinger was trying to hang out at the university spot the right people or have them spotted correctly and they're basically people that are power hungry and brilliant that's what they look for that's who the elites are power hungry,
7: brilliant people
5: who have hatred for humanity and there's and it's also um, a very long lineage and bloodlines All these people in some way, shape, or form seem to be related, and, um, I mean, to a surprising level. You know, it's like there seems to be a bloodline running here as well that's uh, pretty significant. And I think that these people are actually... Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: I was going to say, that's probably why a lot of these people are crazy, because there's so so much intermarriage that goes on between these people. At, uh, well, yeah, you know, a little screwed up.
5: You know, back many years ago, my experience says, you know, I'm tired of hearing everybody talk about the problems. I'm tired of being, you know, trying to be sold something to. You know, I was sick of that, so I kind of went on my own journey. I thought, what are these people doing? You know, politically, we see what they're doing, but even the Bible tells us that this is a spiritual war. So, I mean, I checked in. I said, that's where I went. I thought, okay, this was about, mm, I don't know, maybe 2004. Um, And the things that I found were just unbelievable. Um, You know, so it's part of these people's religion, and they're born into it, and they're they're bred into it. and so even they don't love their children like we love our children, for example. That's not how that works. Um, you know. Hello.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
4: that's Hello? true. And,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, we um, go ahead.
4: One of the yeah. things I, I I don't how many have listened to Lindsay Williams over the years and I listened to him when he had a so good good contact. One of the things we talked about was uh, um a uh, school pretty much a school in the Caribbean where the young elites go basically they go to learn how to screw up. Oh, you know, they're, they're taught from an early age oh, yeah. when they go to school. They learn how to they learn how to do it. They learn <laughs> how to um I want great
5: to to I, I want to sell out
7: and screw everybody else. I always wanted well, to think- school. I never saw anything like this and I lived in Boston for a long time and in chambers for a long time I never saw anything like this ever
5: never. well it was there <laughs> it's everywhere
1: well, yeah
5: no matter where you're it at every, it's um, everywhere I, I can't remember which one of the philosophers or great men of history I can't remember who it was that actually said that it, all you need to learn is, this, is their symbolism and once you get a grasp and a good understanding <laughs> of their symbolism which is none too easy but you can do this um, All of a sudden, you wake up and it's like, geez, you know, you know, you're surrounded, you're, you're surrounded by it. Um, when sounds I sounds like George Maxwell. When I started learning about um, symbolism and whatnot, I remember, you know, our Like for example, our television set, uh, we had a DVD player hooked up to it and watching a movie. Well, of course, we fell asleep to the movie. And so when the D V D was over it kinda like went into a screensaver mode. And all of a sudden I saw an owl floating all over that screen when I woke up. And what was D V D is what it said and it looked just like the owl, like the Bohemian Grove type owl and it's like, oh wow You know, so I started seeing all around me all the symbolism, no matter where I look. And that's including on television, of course. You know, but I watch a whole lot of TV. I don't have any regular TV. Um, but I used to. And um, and it's everywhere. Even when you go out in public, when you go to Walmart, if you look at pro- you know product packaging, um, subliminal messaging is huge. And, and President Trump said, you know, they have put us under a spell. And I think that each and every one of us should take that in the literal sense being that we are in a spiritual war. So politically, it's my belief, it's my opinion, I suppose, that there is no solution. There is no political solution. Um, this is a spiritual war. So we have to get people woken up, which is why, you know, we, we really liked what um, what Mark is doing here, get these people woke up in a fast way. They don't have time to be reading books and all this. Those, those days are over. You know, they have to wake up right. in, a, in, a, in a very quick way Um, And realize that this is indeed a spiritual war, and if we don't get ourselves together spiritually, we're done anyway.
4: Um, You know, yeah. This is one thing that uh, the only only thing in having all these these meetings with Ed Griffin that we differed on slightly is that he believes you know in the message being compartmentalized, and um, you know, so he has something on on global warming, he has something on vaccines, he has something on on Common Core and so forth, which, as I see now, those days are over. We don't have time anymore. We, we do
0: right judge. Exactly. So, you know, um, excuse me, I wanted to honor Rebecca's presence on our call and see if she was able to get back in. Are you there, Rebecca?
6: Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's try it, it's because more, I know, frankly, in general, I usually have more problem with the echo effect. On my cell phone, at the moment, I guess I'm okay, you're all right. So, you sound, um, you sound okay, but I knew you, you, I knew
0: you wanted, I knew you wanted to talk to Mark. Yeah. Her volume is yeah, high, volume is too high, You're over-modulating, sure yeah. right. Rebecca, so it's making a little muscly.
6: I need to turn it down?
0: Yeah, turn yep. the volume down, yeah. That's that's better. Okay, I'm taking it off the speaker phone. Okay, that sounded good, though, right there. Okay, the speaker's off. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, doesn't better. that sound better? Okay, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Yes? Much yes. better. Go ahead. Okay, because I can
6: barely hear you with the speakerphone off. I can hear oh. you, but it's, it's very muffled.
0: Well, put it back on one more time, Rebecca, and let's see if we can make that work for you. I, it, I mean, I can still make it work, because I have really good hearing, but I'm just saying I'm really,
6: I'm really having to use all my hearing power to, to hear you, but let me, let me try to with the speaker on, I mean, and I'll be happy
5: if
6: I'm going yeah. to say anything to speak with the speaker off, if, if it works better, so let me try it again. Okay. All right, is, it, is it still too loud? Yeah, it's it not too loud? Not good. Okay, well, I'm going to turn off the speaker, and then I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to, okay. to hear you, but I can, I can still hear you.
0: Okay anybody Mark, okay. when you're addressing Rebecca back, you'll just have to speak loudly to her, okay? <laughs> Thank you okay, okay go okay. ahead, Rebecca. So, um
6: there's so much that I could say here, and i don't I don't particularly want to overwhelm the call because um, i have I have many, many years of experience, and I have it in many different areas um I like uh, so I'll just say and then if any if we can talk about it later I can talk to mark later if you'd like to talk I definitely want to talk to Dee. Dee. we haven't ever gotten that call together um, we'll but anyway, do that another time uh, well I, I don't mean to do it now but you know no. I'm saying later so anyway mm-hmm. I like the idea of I'll just I'll throw a few things out here I like very much the idea uh, that mark is talking about concerning decentralization. And I personally think that's the way we need to do it, particularly at the moment, because if we try to be centralized, using the, the, the online media, and we, it, they can easily take it down. Whereas if we have, for example, if we have like a, a, a film that we're trying to get out, like Shadow, Shadowgate, this new film by Millie Weaver, it's, it's the latest sensation, and you've got it on, on hundreds of thousands of websites, they're going to have a much of, and, and, it, and it's people's own websites. It's not on their platforms. They're going to have a whole lot worse time taking it down. So, so I think decentralization is key. All right. Second thing, um, Mark mentioned the notice of liability. And he also mentioned Lena Pooh. All right. I've never met Lena Pooh, but I know very well who she is. The reason, there's several reasons, and one of them is she, she does have, she's former EPA consultant, and so she does have a huge knowledge of the environmental and bio, biosciences. So I have seen her speak, and, and with that, I'm impressed. She also, so it, it, this will probably astound you, I, am, I also wrote a 5G notice of liability, which is pro- it could possibly be the biggest action of law ever written. I was on a team with the in power movement where Lena Pooh was first working on a 5G NOL and then for some reason she withdrew and I replaced her. So there's, there's some dueling NOLs here, I'm being a bit facetious, there was some kind of disagreement with Lena and the, and the in power movement, Paul Washington. Um, so I'm, I'm not certain, totally went on, but I'm starting to get the suspicion of what went on. Because I myself, am going to have to resolve this thing of decentralization, which and, and I'm, I'm going to give you an example of why I think it's such a good idea uh, with this, this very, very thing. Um, and Mark, are you in, are you in California? Are you, are you in Northern California, or where are you? Southern California. Southern?
3: Southern, yeah. Southern? Yeah, near
6: L.A. I couldn't hear you. Well
0: yeah, NLA LA. Yeah, or Okay, okay.
6: All right, because Lena is in Sacramento. Okay, I just I just was trying to figure out where right. you were there. All right. So anyway, um right. they they have a, a huge website which they're automating. And they've got they literally have people throughout the planet that want to do the NOLs. Whether it's Lena approved or the in power. It's an idea who, whose time is either come or it's about it's about it's about to break loose. And They've been on this trying to get it automated and, and several other things for a number of years now and there's a lot of people that really need this, which is what Mark is pointing out. Like this is really getting get it coming to a head and a lot of people are in danger. And the vac and I also help write the the forced vaccinations, notice of liability for the empower movement, and, and they're they're the two biggest ones and the most urgent and they interlap a lot. They overlap a lot because of this uh, Gates uh, quantum dots vaccine that, that enc- it's essentially the mark of the beast. And it, uses, it utilizes uh, high-tech computer-type technology in it. And yet it overlaps with the vaccines because it is supposed to be a vaccine. That's what they're calling it. And it can be used to induce the symptoms that Mark is talking about. All of this is in our notice of liability. It's, it is a huge document that covers every possible facet, including the spiritual, and it gets into the interdimensional aspects of this. So it is a spiritual war, and yet it's also within the high-tech realm. So um, I and, and I'm going to have to explore. And I'm on a, a meeting, a, call, a conference call tomorrow with the Empower team, giving an update uh, on what we're how far they progressed, because it didn't seem to me when I got into the website, which I can do as a complimentary membership, uh, and it didn't look to me like it had progressed any. And when I commented on this, there were some rather sharp words exchanged, and we're going to have to resolve that, because I have to see what's going on. But I I question whether over civilization, like what they, they seem to be doing with this website, is... is possibly a good idea. I'm not, I'm not, I'm. the jury's out on it because as I say, I haven't seen what they have to say, but I wanted to get on this call tonight to, you know, also I don't want to, I want to work with a lot of different groups, not just with one. And because of this sort of thing, and that, and that in itself is a form of decentralization. And another area where I've worked is the transpartisan movement, which, uh, which reaches out to people of all parts of the political spectrum all races, all religions, but it's largely political, and there's such a huge division in our country, which you were referencing, and it needs to be bridged. And if you phrase things such as, I know you want to do with your brochure, and you do it in a savvy manner, and you use the right wording, you can, you can begin to, to bridge it, although I've never seen it this difficult. When we were working about a decade ago on this, it was a whole lot easier to do because the divisions were not like they are now. So uh, I, I'm interested in what you're doing. Uh, just, uh, I'm also a writer. I've, I've been a commercial writer as well. I've done PR and that sort of thing. I can write anything. So I, you Great. can see I'm, I'm interested in all this from, from a lot of different angles. And uh, as I say, I don't want to dominate the, you know, the, the call, but if, if you want to talk to me later, I also knew, know G. Ed Ruth Griffin, and I've been with Red Pill Conference. Um, so anyway, if if you want to talk later about this, and then I can talk to Dee Dee later too, and um, and anybody else can can talk to me, we can decentralize that as well. Uh, if yeah. it, whatever wherever you want to and go, Dee we we, to we, talk we talk can
3: share ourselves. our telephone number with you on the back channel, okay? Definitely, you guys. Can
6: yes, talk. that's a lot we'll, we'll, we'll,
3: we'll, we'll work together, yes. uh, Dee and
4: yeah, I. Yeah. You can contact me. Okay. Uh, tomorrow okay. would be better, but I I'd really love to talk to you. I, I really admire what okay,
0: you're doing. That's wonderful. Fantastic. Good, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and then
6: maybe we can come on later and talk about ideas that we have, because I'm all about solutions. I'm not, like, I, I believe strongly, and nobody believes it any more than I, that the truth needs to be spoken. Jesus said, that which is hidden in closets shall be proclaimed from the housetops, which is, which is happening. But there is also a revelation of positive developments that are being overshadowed by all the fear and all of the evil that is being exposed, and yet there are solutions, and there are really positive things happening, either behind the scenes very deliberately, or they're just being overlooked, or deliberately overlooked, because they don't want you to, they want the frequencies, the spiritual energy on the planet very low, and people depressed, and and feeling subservient, because that, at that point, they have a much better chance of winning. So. Anyway, we can talk more about all this, and and we can talk about it a little, I mean, further if you want, but I'm just throwing some things out for possible discussion here, and then we can certainly talk about it later.
5: Yes, the frequencies and vibrations are everywhere. I love everything you're saying.
3: That's your question. Great. And uh, it it sounds like that other voice of Anna. Anna, uh, you had some good comments earlier. Appreciate your contributing to the show tonight as well. Anybody else uh, comments or questions for Mark? We'll try to we'll, we'll try to wrap this I, up I, in the I, next
7: 15-20. Well, you and I went to school. You and I went to school in New York on Long Island. Before we had to go to school, we went to school, they we made sure that we we're vaccinated. Do you recall that? Which did could not go to um, a public school without being vaccinated. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And so, kids, why wasn't yeah. there a big cure? Why was there not a big cure about that back then? The other thing, the other thing is, um, has anybody spoke to any, any of the vaccine developers as to what they think they are doing? I, I sleep with one every single night, developing three of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, you, you're married to one. You're married to one, Al.
7: <laughs> that's, that's the point, isn't it? That's the point of making. You know, um, wow. as, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mark, she came out of a lab at know called Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory.
4: Oh yeah, well, I don't know the laboratory. I know, Cold Spring Harbor.
7: Yeah, well, Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory was where Jim Watson and Crick was there beforehand. You know, the DNA complex is where they came from. That's where I, that's where I met her. At that, at that. Uh, that lab. Um, wow. I, I, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> whether or not we understand what these vaccines are really all about um, I mean I hear discussions about the vaccines every single day some of them are naturally occurring vaccines like cc10 others are more are being produced by cows believe it or not the manufactured manufacturers we speak but I don't I don't hear about the dilatory effects upon people's health so have we created a a whole myth about the vaccines and vaccine and the disease that would we're coping with right now. Is it a myth about the disease being damaging? Is it a myth that the vaccines are bad or are they good? Well, there is no
5: myth. There is no myth here. Vaccines are the cause of all disease. I don't know if any of you are familiar with um, Rebecca, Dr. Rebecca Carley. She was very... You, you can still find some of her... Um, uh, videos on YouTube, but a lot of them, so many of them have been taken down. But, um, oh, yeah, like it, probably everything, everything that we've experienced illness-wise is vaccine-induced. There's well, no reason for the human was... body to have this, this kind of problems. But there is one thing that everybody that has these problems have in common, and that is indeed vaccination.
7: Well, for example, I know of one vaccine, vaccine called CC10. It's a naturally decur- occurring protein in our system right now that repairs our lungs, gets rid of influenza, all that kind of thing. And what, which, what my wife is doing is helping to induce the, the uh, prevalence of CC10 in your system, and you can look it up. And basically what it does is it, it, it repairs the damage done by things like influenza, things like COVID-19, et cetera. I don't know, understand what the damage is that you're talking about is really all about. By the way, I'm not pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. I just happen to be married to a person who does that kind of work. I mean, she's a molecular biologist, a PhD molecular biologist from Britain, of all places. And so, you know, it seems to me that I think we need to understand more about what the vaccines are actually doing to us and then be able to discuss from that point. I'd love to have a, a, a scientist on to talk about this. I would not want to have my wife on to get beat up, but I think she might be interested in listening to what you all have to say, so she has some idea what's going on, from from the point of view of people looking at what she's doing, and, and telling her that perhaps what she should be she should be doing something else, other than working on the you know, development of vaccines. Just a comment. I'm not I'm not not one way or the other. You know, I'm married for 40 years, so I don't. I've been hanging out for a long time.
5: There, there, You can look up uh, diseases caused by, like, all, like all autoimmune diseases, and, right. um, you know, and the list is humongous, and we're talking about a list that once upon a time either did not exist at all or it was one in 50,000 people, you know, and we know that they can um, genetically modify these things and weaponize them and everything else. I mean... Um, well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think we have to look any further than autism in children. Uh, well, yeah, my,
7: absolutely. My wife's a molecular, molecular geneticist.
5: She's worked at the molecular level um,
7: with genes is what she does. That's what her bag is. that she was trained at in Britain and then here in this country. But you'd never Doctor, know. Huh?
2: Doctor Sherry Tenpenny says there are no such thing as safe vaccines. And Fred, there's another good guest for you if you haven't had her on yet.
3: I've heard that name, Mark. Thank you. Yeah.
2: She's out of Cleveland, Ohio, and she's one of the few doctors that has no problem saying I am anti vaccine.
7: She used to be an RBN. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting though to hear from the scientists themselves as to what they think is going on, what they're doing. Understand the ramifications of what they're doing. Yeah,
5: Maybe but unfortunately, I think I think most doctors and scientists come from. Unfortunately, you know, their hearts are probably always in the right place when they start off, but they're coming from a position of a pharmaceutical-funded, uh, either you know, laboratory or um, medical schools, and and these doctors out here, like Rebecca Carley and and Tenpenny. These are people that are like the rest of us that had to find out the hard way because they yeah, certainly well, did not learn it while they were in university. You, so, you know, um, I'm sure they were just most, shocked, you know. Most, most of the development of
7: vaccines and those kinds of things, they developed in some laboratory or somebody's garage, and they don't have any money, these people. They just go out there raising money all the time, which is so what my wife was always doing was raising money to do the development work, clinical trials, you know, so she does. That's your bag, you hey, know, um, but I don't know.
3: Hey, guys, let, let's, let's try to wrap this up. Mark, if you want to make a final comment and a statement for this show, and, and, and everyone, please go to the website. It's in our newsletter. So the link is there. Review what Mark has put out there. Go to the brochure. Download it. Take a look at it. Sign up. And then uh, try to envision yourself doing the same thing whether you print out 5 or 10 or 20 or a 100,000 and just, you know, do it the old-fashioned way, just walk down and get a cup of coffee and pass out 10 of these one, one morning, pass out 20 the next morning, whatever it is. Mark, if you want to just uh, take the next. Uh, sure.
4: I think having a, a few of them on you at all times and in your car is a good idea and just pass them out whenever you can. Um, I, I think that what I found in listening to so many videos on the internet for so long is that there's so many listeners and so many commenters under videos that they're just dying for something to be able to do to, to fight these people, and have had nothing they can do. That just is just the effect of whatever whatever the elite does. Well, gee, what do I do? And, and you know, and I think what. I'm doing is giving the opportunity to everybody to do something. Really yeah. get off to yeah. your end and get out there and distribute brochures that can wake people up. And I know this, when, when, I, when I do things like this and, and I finish after doing it for an hour or two, I feel great. When I used to go to these, uh, these business mixtures and talk to, I would talk to maybe 30 people in, in three, four-hour time. And I knew I had woken up. Or potentially woken up six or twelve people. I would go home just flying, feeling fantastic, so invigorated, so enthusiastic. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. You know you're doing something valuable, and and getting and getting results. And if you do this, anyone who hands them out, they're going to get results. That's the nice thing. They're going to, they're going to actually wake people up. So it's giving people an opportunity to do something. And I don't know how many people are awake. I, I don't know if we have any numbers. It, it, it's, it's probably a few million in the United States alone. Yep. And it, it's giving so many people an opportunity to do something. And we've got to do it. We just don't have much time. So get out there and do it. This should be a priority. Because really, what could happen is, is once things really collapse, um, they know exactly who we are. They know who listens to radio programs like yours. They know who goes online and, and visits these websites and, and downloads uh, download videos and so forth. They know exactly who we are. They've probably been uh, wanting to do that for a long time, and through AI, they've got all the information in these things can very easily can access us. So we need to stand up if we if we want to uh, not just have our freedom, but if we want to live for a long time. We need to get out there and do something. We've got to defeat these people. And we know this is the one thing that the elite that the elite are afraid of, is that a mass awakening might happen. You know, and a lot of you probably read the documents, uh, uh, um, uh, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, and in that, that's exactly what they say. Yeah. We, we may not win this, is what they said. If, if, if people start waking up to this, we've had it. And that's what they're really afraid of. So let's get out there and do it. Let's get out there and really, um, really put up a fight, really fight these people, and let's see if we can defeat them. Hey, again.
3: hey, hey guys, uh, very, very simple, empowering statement tonight from Mark. It, it's a practical, simple thing that we can all do. We all have laser printers. We all can print out things on our off of our PCs, off of our iPhones, uh, whether it's five or ten a day, or just have them in your car. You're driving people around, like I uh, occasionally do when I get back on the road. But
1: mm-hmm. this is
3: information that could change the lives of people, innocent, unknowing people that have families that that are trying to direct themselves for a future. They're trying to see hope uh, for themselves and their families. It just. The smallest little piece of truth could really change and, and, and be a small hinge that opens a huge door for people of understanding. Mark, uh, we're going to stay in touch with you. We're going to stay close to you. Thank you, Anna, for your comments. Art, thank you for recommending Mark as a guest. Art Pollock and uh, Al, appreciate your comments. And Rebecca, we'll get you Mark's number on the backside. And uh, if, hey, if Fred? Anybody, if, Fred? Anybody else? Go? Yeah, Rebecca, go ahead.
6: Fred, I just wanted to say something yep. quickly. If the gentleman who, who is, yep. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't get his name, married to the molecular biologist, if you if he yep, could get a ahead. hold of you or, or Steve, I'd like to to talk with him a little bit more, if, if he would be willing okay. to talk to me.
3: sure, uh, No problem. Al, Al's been a, a long-term friend. We'll get you his number, too. Sure, absolutely. I'd love okay. to
7: talk about it. Uh, I'd like well, to talk good.
6: to you, and I've got evidence. I'm not,
7: I'm not All right. And I'm just simply saying, okay. just my observation. You know, I don't know. I you don't know what whether vaccines are good for you or not. And I mean, Dee Dee, you want
0: to make a final statement, Dee Dee? Just
7: yeah,
0: before we yeah, off? yeah. Thanks, Mark, for coming on with us. We really appreciate that. And um, Very
1: And welcome. it's nice
0: to have it's nice to have an open forum. Often we we let the speaker run his. Of course, and only take comments after we do a Q and A. But sometimes it kind of goes off into the weeds and becomes another interesting kind of a program. But we appreciate your your patience and and what you had to contribute. And I'm certainly going to go on and relook at your website. And thanks everybody for coming on. And um, hang in there. And soon we'll be mask free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure <also>. for everybody. Get the
6: masks.
5: <laughs> so good God. night everyone.
3: Right. Thank you. Good, good night, night everyone. Have good good a, night. a great week. See you guys next week. Thanks guys. Good Take night. Care, Thank you
4: for you. having me. Thanks, good good night. Good night, on
3: Thank coming on. Thanks, coming everyone.
0: Good night. God bless. Good, good night now. American Underground Network.
3: Oh man. Anybody e- e- there? Cesaire.